Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Simplifying the Sword. This is just a short uh, thought that we expressed in the newsletter this week and we'll send out as a podcast as well for those who would rather listen than read. Towards the end of this week's Perashah Bereshit in the fifth chapter, we begin the words with Zeh Sefer Toldot Adam. This is the book of the generations of Adam and over the next 32 verses, the entire parak. We record the ten generations extending from Adam through Noah. For each, we record the person's age, when they became a father, the years after becoming a father, and the total years of their life. It's very interesting the way the, the verses are broken down. And looking at it leads me to ponder, was there any difference between the years before parenthood and those after parenthood? A quick calculation shows that Adam lived to see nine generations through Lemech. He's the father of Noah. But what was the real connection between father and son and between Adam and all the generations which follow? A few weeks ago, I was watching my grandson, Yosef. He picked up his leather baseball glove. He slipped it onto his left hand very carefully. Then he took his right hand, he tightened it into a fist, and he pounded into the pocket of the glove wanting to work that pocket in in anticipation of his next catch. He was then so excited because he ran outside and he knew that the ball that he would be catching would be thrown to him from his dad. It's really special to see a child having a catch with a parent and even more special to participate. There's something therapeutic in the seesaw rhythm of the ball moving through the air from glove to glove, the friendly pop in leather hitting the gloves netting, the flight of the ball connecting two people 50 feet apart, but forming an almost unbreakable bond. I watched as Stephen targeted Yosef's glove, throwing perfectly aimed soft strikes. At the same time, Stephen, he's a great athlete, jumped up back to catch an overthrown ball, nearly dove forward to catch one which fell short. Each time he had to anticipate where the ball might end up. I saw it as a visual metaphor of a parent's commitment to always be anywhere needed to handle any problem thrown their way. This week, we are taught the mitzvah of Peru Udvu. We're commanded to bring children into the world, but it's much more than that. A parent's obligation doesn't end there. And the rabbis taught us in the Gemara almost 2,000 years ago that a father is obligated with regard to his son to circumcise and redeem him if he's a firstborn, teach him Torah, marry him off, teach him a trade, and some add to teach him how to swim. Try to put yourself into the ancient world and fathom how unique these commandments are. These things are a necessary part of the relationship between parent and child. We are all aware of the commandment to teach our children. We repeat it many times a day. On Passover, we speak of the commandment to tell our children. Tell them the story of Exodus from Egypt. And we also really add that we should tell our own personal Exodus our own personal story of where we came from, our own personal Egypt. When we do that, we connect generations. When I can tell my grandchildren the stories of my great-grandfather, of how he left Baghdad and went to India, and from India to London, and from London to Paris, and then back to Baghdad, living in Damascus, up to Beirut, across the ocean again to San Francisco, it brings a person to life who lived a century or more than a century and a half ago. It truly connects generations.
When I tell my grandchildren those stories about the work of his hands, where he was born, how he got here, I'm in essence connecting at least six generations together. And in dreaming about my grandchildren telling these stories to their own grandchildren, those six become eight. It's, a diff- it's difficult to understand the disconnect between Adam. Adam, who was made, the, Adam and Adam and Chavad, the only ones who were formed by Hashem himself. It's difficult to understand the disconnect between him and his descendants. It takes but a few generations for his grandchildren to sink into the mire of idolatry. And a few more. And look what happens. They fall into immorality and then thievery. And by the time we get to Noah, by the time we get to that 10 generation, the world can no longer tolerate them. Life changes when one becomes a parent. And I think that that's part of the way the Torah writes the language here. Perhaps there's a message in the description of each generation. Perhaps those people had a child and then life went on as before. The first years are one thing. The years after should be something else. Perhaps there was no difference between the years before parenthood and those after. Perhaps there was a disconnect between the generations that caused the tragic end. We will see next week. When one asks what the secret of the longevity of the Jewish people is, perhaps one of the answers is the multi-generational bond. Rabbi Abitan would quote, a cord of three strands is not quickly broken and interpreted as three generations, father, son, and grandson, bound to the Torah. The three are like the stone, the evan, in Hebrew, Evan, made of the letters Aleph, Bet, and Nun. The rabbi would tell us the Aleph is Av, the father. The Bet is Ben, the, nun, the, the son. And the Nun is Neched, the grandson. Don't est- underestimate the value of a game of catch. Story time with children and grandchildren. A trip to the park, or better yet, a trip to the Bet Midrash. Binding generations are more valuable than we can imagine. Shabbat Shalom.